This is the Planet Rygate podcast. Hello and this is Peter Stewart for episode 20 of the Planet Rygate podcast for Saturday, January the 27th. A podcast exclusively and uniquely about Rygate and Redhill and Merstham, Buckland, Betchworth and Brockham, RH1, 2 and 3. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show of the Planet Rygate podcast. Okay, what have we got lined up for you today? Well, you've heard them, now hear all about them. Nina from the Unison Choir. rehearsal session and we were interrupted a couple of times find out why in the interview a little bit later on plus in the news the arrest of a 15 year old red hill boy will tell you why various incidents at the hospital too plans for homes in red hill have been thrown out fly tipping up across the borough perhaps it doesn't come as any surprise to you but what's Rygate and Banstead Borough Council doing about it? The state of parking on Hooley Lane. Plus, we'll take a look at some local footpaths in the news. We'll talk about that gas leak, which has been causing disruption, and no wonder why. Redhill Library, the latest on that. And also the town's Christmas stats. Plus, we've got news of two local jobs for you as well, if you're on the lookout for that. The Good Time Guide featuring drama and art and bowls, a cooking club and a puppet theatre, a comedy night, crochet classes and a choral group and two local taproom events. Plus, the Good Time Guide half-term edition. Yeah, a special Get ahead look at half-term events for your kids. And if that isn't enough, yes, we've got Rygate Roulette. Roberta the Robot asking Karen, a member of school staff at Carrington School, random questions about what she loves about living life around here. Planet Rygate stars a local hero from Woodhatch this week. And our 60-second soundscape before we go at the end of the show, a light aircraft over Holmthorpe Lagoons, plus more of the inspiration behind the new carpet at a local pub. There is so much in the show, isn't there? When I'm putting together during the course of the week, I think, that'll be interesting, that'll be useful, or they might like that, or I'd love to do this little piece on the... And I'll pull that... And then I put it all together during the course of the week, and I look at it and I go, 
Gosh, there's an awful lot there. It's like the TV Times, isn't it? Do you remember the uh, the phrase for the advert for the TV Times? I never knew there was so much in it. We'll start off, as we always do, just looking back at some of the correspondence that I've had during the course of the week. And Stuart says, thanks for the mention last week, Peter. I've not had one of them before. And he said, don't think I have. A great podcast, by the way, Stuart. And you're a great listener. Really appreciate that. And also, Stuart's been in touch this week, tipping me off about a little bit of sport news. We'll come to that a little bit later on in our news, sport and weather together sequence a little bit later on. The Copper Pot Club says, I love listening to the Planet Rygate podcast every week. It's the best way to hear about the amazing things happening locally and about the interesting people who live here. Yeah, that's absolutely what this podcast is all about. As we always say, uh, stuff from places you love and people you know. This week's episode is a real goodie. Well, that Last week's episode, because obviously got sent this during the course of the week, who knew we had a local crime writer? So if you didn't hear last week's episode, then go back and listen to episode 19. Yeah, we hear from uh, Nikki Mackay, who is that local crime author. Uh, love the interview with her. Uh, take a listen. You'll hear the latest Copper Pot Club cooking class news as well. Thanks so much again for the mention, Peter. Not at all. Thanks for getting in touch and telling us about what you're doing there at the club. Abby from the perfume shop in the Belfry said, just been listening to your latest podcast and heard our little shout out. We are now back open for business because we mentioned last week how they were closed for a couple of days for a bit of a refurb. Welcoming all our wonderful customers back in to help find the perfect fragrances for themselves or as gifts. And it's good to hear about what's going on locally. I'll be sure to keep listening and spreading the word about your podcast. And finally, this absolutely made my week. And once I read this message out to you from Steve, you'll understand why. He says, I listened to the podcast for the first time yesterday and I just thought I would send you a note. I really enjoy the podcast and it was great to be able to hear local news about local groups and people. I'm a visually impaired person, so no longer can read local newspapers but your podcast is great. It fills all the gaps for me and keeps me up to date with the local news. Really pleased. He says, you could, if I might suggest, contact Sight for Surrey, because I'm sure they'll be able to help spread the word amongst the visually impaired community that live in the area. There are quite a few of us. Anyway, I hope you don't mind that message. And thanks for doing the podcast. Look forward to listening to many more episodes. Well, Steve, of course we don't mind the message. We really appreciate it and really appreciate your idea for contacting Site for Surrey. Did that a couple of days ago, waiting for a response uh, from them. And it occurred to us that maybe you know someone who's visually impaired, finds it difficult reading the local newspaper papers perhaps can't get on with the technology around websites and things like that and perhaps now you're thinking yeah of course of course they would love to hear about what's going on i'll tell them about the planet rygate podcast they've got a smartphone or maybe they've got a computer our last five latest episodes are always up on the very front page of our website yeah, the planetrygatepodcast.com. So if you have that as one of their bookmarks and they just refresh it every week, then scroll down and the latest episode will always be there on the front page. 
Thanks so much indeed for getting in contact with us. Contact details come up a little bit later on and uh, we'll read out your messages when they come through. But now let's move on to, well, you could call it the Planet Break 8 Planner so you can plan out your next seven days. We call it the Good Time Guide. The Good Time Guide. Things to do and places to go on the Planet Rygate podcast. And we've got a special get-ahead look at half-term events in a few moments' time after we go through this week's events. And also, don't forget that our guest is Nina from the Unison Choir. Now, there's a, a good time, if ever I've heard it, if you go down to join them and singing, singing does so much for you doesn't it it's the breathing it's the companionship it's holding a note it's learning the tune it's all sorts of things that help your physical and mental and social development really good stuff okay hear from Nina a little bit later on first of all Saturday the 27th of January goes like this free drama workshop yeah Gatton Community Theatre is a faith-based inclusive drama group staging large-scale open-air productions as well as theatre events for young people anyone of any age experience or ability can take part in any of the workshops and productions no charge of any kind uh, for membership or any production fee either All Saints Church at South Merstham, 2.30 to 4.45 on Saturday the 27th, Sunday the 4th of Feb, Saturday the 10th of Feb, Sunday the 18th of Feb, as they develop the plot for their summer 2024 production. Details, info at gattontheatre.org.uk. Talking about Gatton Park this time, space is still available on their hurdle-making workshop, Saturday the 27th, 10 till 4. You'll learn about the traditional method of woodland management through coppicing in Templewood and make your own hazel hurdle, which is a traditional woven fence. Soup and roll lunch provided, £30 a person, gattonpark.co.uk. Sunday, Nikki says, from Sunday, I'll be running a guided online meditation session. Beginners are welcome. The session will be tailored to the level of experience for those attending. I'd ask that you donate what you feel is a fair amount for the session and what you get out of it. Contact Nikki at twgwithnikki at gmail.com. Now, Nikki, of course, can be spelt various ways, so let me talk, talk you through this. TWG with n-i-c-c-i at gmail.com Monday the 29th of Jan Art for Relaxation comes to the Harlequin Theatre pop-up at 10am and of course you'll find them on the upper floor of the Belfry opposite the lifts Nothing for Tuesday in our Good Time Guide so let's move on to Wednesday the 31st Robin from the aforementioned Copper Pot Club says looking for weekday dinner inspiration that's quick and easy to make this cooking class is perfect for you you'll learn how to make a lentil spaghetti bolognese mild cauliflower korma and pulled oyster mushroom wraps I'm salivating just to hear about that uh, now the class is actually on Saturday the 3rd of February 10 till 2 but bookings close on Wednesday the 31st it's all going to be happening at St John's Community Centre in Red Hill £65 for more information and to book ahead go on over to thecopperpotclub.co.uk 
Rygate Library says we're celebrating the power of sharing stories again this National Storytelling Week. And our puppet theatre will be up all week for you to tell a tale or two. We'll also have storytelling with Helen Sessions on... Wednesday the 31st, 2.30 to 4.30, Saturday the 3rd of Feb, 11 till 12, ages 3 and up, free, but donations are welcome, no need to book, just drop in and we look forward to seeing you. Now don't forget, if you want to mention for your charity or non-profit event, let us know about it. Fill out the form you'll find on the planetrygatepodcast.com and if yours is a business, you can get in touch anyway and we'll have your people talk to our people. It may be that you want to sponsor the good time guide yeah for a couple of weeks or maybe a month or several months get in touch with us hello at the planet thursday Rygate Comedy Night at the Market Stores. Yeah, another fantastic night of hilarious comedies being arranged for you, being entertained by four of the UK's top professional comedy circuit performers. Ross Smith is your compare, plus Stephen Grant, Alan Francis and Paul Tonkinson, who you've uh, probably heard of. Doors open at 730 the show starts at 8, as I say, it's at the market stores there on the high street. £12.50 in advance. Tickets available directly from the venue or via 01737 240 492. Let's move on and tell you about next Saturday. Fancy a new skill for the new year? Beginner learn to crochet. Granny Squares event. Well, there's a headline if ever I heard it. Beginner Learn to Crochet Granny Squares event. Saturday the 3rd, 10.30 to 12.30 at the Plough Inn in Earlswood. Everything's included to take home and carry on crocheting. So soft-handled crochet hook, yarn and a pattern, coffee and croissant during the class. Don't get the grease from the croissant on your squares, will you? Relaxing and versatile. You'll be making blankets, cushions and more in next to no time. Details from In The Loop Crochet on Facebook. One of my uncles used to say, crocheting? Crocheting? You're just, you're just knitting holes together, which I loved. The first English Arts Choral Singing Day of 2024 will delve into Haydn's creation. Leslie Olive will expertly guide you through this magnificent choral work, offering valuable composition insights and performance tips. It's a day of fun and vocal enrichment, and yes, indulge in delicious homemade cakes during the tea break. 11 to 4 at St Mary's Church in Reigate. More information, englisharts.org. By the Horns Brewing Company says, we're planning on opening up a taproom at our site in RH1. We're on the hunt for people to help us run the new site, kicking off the first weekend of February for the Six Nations Rugby. And if you're wondering where the Horns Brewing Company is, it's on the estate next door to the police custody suite at Salford's. And it's going to be noon till 10pm. You know what? I'm not expecting any trouble at that event being next door to the cop shop and all. Uh, so as I say, opening up the, for the first Six Nations uh, fixture in February and then the other Saturday games as well, then hopefully full-time from the end of March. More details go to Buy the Horns Brewing Company on Facebook. And the Pilgrim Brewery says come to the brewery from 4 till 10 on Saturday the 3rd of Feb and enjoy an apres ski-themed winter wonderland party. This sounds fun as well. Fancy dress is definitely encouraged. 
Go along with your salopettes. There will be prizes as well, I understand, and alpine food and some very special drinks on offer as well, and a special appearance from a mystery apres ski DJ or two as well. I've got advance notice of their alpine food. Got Gravlax, uh, house-cured salmon with cream cheese and onions and uh, pickled capers, fresh dill and so on. Cheese fondue, white wine served with French bread cubes, salad and homemade pickles. Also paprika schnitzel, fried pork medallions served with a creamy white wine and paprika sauce with sautéed mushrooms. That sounds nice, doesn't it? And also a schnitzel burger as well. Got a couple of other events to tell you about too. Here we go. Okay, no specific date for this, but I wanted to give them a plug and also a plug for another group in about 60 seconds time as well. Established Dance School in Merstham is welcoming new pupils. It's called N Vision. That's the letter N hyphen vision from disco freestyle with jumps, kicks and dance techniques and more to street dance, slow dance, rock and roll and show work as well. Come and join our classes. There are exams, an annual theatre show, dance displays, a competition squad or just come along for fun. N Vision. Find them on Facebook or you can call, text or WhatsApp 07887 930 131. And the Red Hill Bowling Club began in around 1895, they reckon, behind the Warwick Hotel. In 1912, it moved to a site in Gloucester Road. And then in 1931, moved again, but it stayed there at its current location off St Anne's Drive. And they say, we welcome new members, 12 years and above. If you haven't tried lawn bowls before, we can teach you. For more details, you can phone John on 07817. 616161 I love John's phone number That's a lovely phone number isn't it 07817 616161 Or email rbcinfo At redhillbowlingclub.co.uk All ages and abilities Free coaching Social and competitive Excellent facilities So uh, if uh, bowling is your thing Or you think it might be Relaxing in the summertime. That sounds really good, doesn't it? Okay, Roberta the Robot is asking Karen, a member of staff at the Carrington School, random questions about what she loves about living life in the best bit of Britain. We've got Planet Rygate stars on the way as well. Also, our new sport and weather together sequence. Plus, for this week, a special get-ahead look at half-term events. And that comes up right now to help you up so you can organise your childcare, get things booked up, you know who's dropping off who and when and where, and gives you something to do with the little ones over that pesky half-term week. Here we go on the Planet Rygate podcast. Planet Rygate is... Bowling balls in Rygate and bowling balls in Red Hill. And this is the Planet Rygate podcast. So here is your Good Time Guide half-term edition, starting on Monday the 12th of February through till Thursday the 15th. From 9 until 3, there's a February half-term football camp. Details are £30 a day or £100 for four days. It's at the Carrington School in Redhill for ages 6 to 12. 
February half-term holidays sees step-in-time theatre school working overtime from the 12th to the 16th of February. They say come and join our Charlie and Chocolate-themed Performing Arts Holiday Club for ages 4 to 12. It's a Lime Tree Primary School. Get your golden ticket and explore the world of pure imagination. All singing, all dancing, everything oh-so-dramatic holiday club. And uh, they say that the ways to get involved are step-time-theatre-school at outlook.com More details 07403 564536 Brockham Arts Club have lots of fun children's holiday workshops coming up over the February half term run by highly experienced childcare practitioners and industry professionals and this half term they're running a selection of fun children's drop-off workshops for ages 4 to 11, family sessions as well, pizza and paint glow-in-the-dark workshops for children's age 7 to 15. For more information or to book, brockhamartsclub.co.uk. There's a show in a day for children aged 7 to 12 happening in Rygate, 9 till 3 on the first day, the Monday of the half term. It's at the Rygate Community Centre on the high street there. Go on a sunny adventure to learn dance routines, songs and scripts from the smash hit musical Mamma Mia to put on a show in a day. Soon enough you'll find your inner dancing queen. And parents, please come back at 2.45 to watch the show. So it's Monday to Thursday the 15th, 3 to 11 years old. So it's 8 to 6pm, £50, 8 till 1 or 1 till 6pm, £25. All food included at the Rygate Parish Church Primary School, go to thekidsclubsfamily.magicbookings.co.uk. Playball, Rygate and Banstead are running a popular holiday camp this February half-term at Donotta School and Banstead Infant School. Camps are open to children aged 3 to 10 who are fully toilet trained, it says here. Please contact Ben at the office. Office at playballrygate.com for further details. High energy, boys and girls, 10 till 1, £20 a child. There is a sibling discount for that as well. And uh, you have the contact details. Tuesday the 13th, RSB Dance Babies, ages 18 months to 3 years at Merston, 9.30 till 10am. So the community hub there is a fun introduction to dance with nursery rhymes, Disney and fun music accompanied by props and role play, £4. And at 10.15 in the same place, Sparkle Ballet Classes brings the magical world of ballet to children and they learn basic balletic movements with story and mime and a whole lot of fun as well, developing confidence, coordination and imagination. And uh, details there through RSB Dance Babes on social media. Join us in some beads sports hall for some half-term netball, says Apex Performance. And you can get in touch with them, Apex Performance Digit 1, Apex Performance 1 at Outlook.com. Yeah, those uh, netball workshops are for years 5 to 9. And as I say, they happen at some beads school in Redhill, Tuesday the 13th, 10 till 3, and the same times for Thursday the 15th of February. 
The outdoors project Rygate and Redhill say they've got two completely new days. There's a Robin Hood day where they'll be joining Robin and his merry men on a brave adventure, crafting personalised bows and shields, playing medieval games and taking part in a stagecoach robbery. Love it. A nature ninja craft and adventure, all about the ninjas, as you might imagine. Quote, we'll be making mini ninjas from pebbles, crafting ninja throwing stars, contributing to a giant Japanese leaf print mural and using a camera in teams in our stealthy spy scavenger hunt. We're also salivating already for the cookout, marshmallow fluff biscotti bombs, cinnamon rolls, plus whittling a toasting fork and running around adventure games as well. Also, they tell me they've got a popular Nerf Day going on as well. So it's a half-term holiday, Tuesday till Friday, 9 till 3, 5 to 11-year-olds. For more information, go to The Outdoors Project, Rygate and Redhill, on Facebook for details. You're listening to The Good Time Guides on the Planet Rygate podcast. I'm Peter Stewart. Let's continue with news of what's happening half-term. Wednesday, February the 14th, yeah, Valentine's Day. Inclusive football for SEND children aged 4 to 7 at Redhill. At the Donnings Leisure Centre, 10 to 11. This fun-focused activity, especially for kids with SEND, is going to be delivered by the Football Association Qualified Coaches, focusing on fun, interactive games that are sure to get those attending, running around and having fun. Suggested age range 4 to 7, but that is flexible for obvious reasons. Uh, separate sessions for 8 to 13-year-olds as well, and that cost is £4. Storytelling dance, aged 2 to 5 in Redhill on Wednesday the 14th, 1.30 to 2.15 at Donnings. Watch your little ones become the stars of the show, as Michael McIntyre might say, with our storytelling dance classes, toddler theatre class, brings beloved stories to life with fun activities, singing, dancing, acting, interactive play. Please Please bring a bottle of water and wear comfortable clothing that they can move around in. £4 the cost for that one. There's Lego going on at Woodhatch between 5 and 12. So that's the ages as opposed to the times. The times are 2 till 3, Wednesday the 14th at the Woodhatch Community Centre. Free play, games and challenges, childcare provided obviously. Uh, £4 for the cost of that one as well. Street Dance, ages 6 to 12 at Redhill at Donnings. On the 14th, 2.30 to 3.30, the class full of energy includes dance-themed games and activities as well as learning funky routines to call and current music. And uh, the details there, another £4. Wednesday the 14th of February, not necessarily... It's a half-term activity, but there's no reason why your kids can't go on this. Park and meet in Earlswood Common Car Park for a six-mile walk. Walk around the lakes, across to Earlswood Old Hospital, spectacular trees on the route as well, via Robin Cook Farm and Brookside Farm. Cross-country views, some styles, return via the Lonesome Lane Loop and Felland Cops. It could be muddy. 6.3 miles. Details if you want to book up. Say you're going along. On Valentine's Day from 10, John is the person to give a bell to. 0742963472. Let's say that again for you. 0742963472. Thursday, the 15th of February, Stone Age Skills, ages 5 to 7. And that's happening at Earlswood Lakes. 
between 9.15 and 11. For 8 to 12-year-olds, it's 11.15 to 1. And for 5 to 12-year-olds, it's 1.45 to 3.30. So uh, £8 there. Please dress appropriately for the weather. Outdoor activity in the woods, shelter building, soft archery, firelighting skills and woodland craft. Something that I would have loved to have done as a kid. Inclusive football for send children aged 8 to 13. Mentioned something similar a few moments ago, didn't we? This is happening at Oakwood Sports Centre, Smallfield Road in Hawley, on Thursday the 15th between 10.30 and 12 o'clock given you the details already about the kind of thing that goes on there they're also doing separate sessions for four to seven year olds price six pounds athletics kids ages two and a half to four and also five to seven there are various events happening on thursday the 15th so one to one fifty sorry excuse me one fifteen to two for the first age group and two fifteen to three for the second age group and that's at Donnings if your kids are interested in running jumping and throwing activities lots of fun as well tickets four pounds Friday the 16th Jingle Bugs for ages six months to four years at the Merstham Community Hub to say Friday the 16th 9.45 to 10.30 and then there's another session at 10.40 Jingle Bugs class is fun, engaging, imaginative wonderful place for your child to develop their love and understanding of music because they're going to be moving, clapping singing, sharing, laughing, exploring and playing musical instruments having a marvellous time, sounds fantastic doesn't it? Class is delivered by a professional musician playing a live musical instruments so it could be a guitar could be a ukulele to really draw the children in contemporary dance lessons five to seven years old in uh, merstham at the community hub there on uh, friday the 16th between 2 and 240 and ages 8 to 10 at 250 in the afternoon so ballet lyrical modern and jazz other improvised movements as well so the kids can have their own personal interpretation Childcare is provided so that's all sorts of stuff which is happening right across the half term we thought we'd give you a bit of extra notification so you can get on board and you can plan those so you can sort out your childcare, also your working arrangements and your drop-off points and pickups and all that kind of stuff as well i know it's really really difficult isn't it being a parent during half term so uh, hopefully that has helped you out and it comes to you courtesy of me peter stewart on the planet rygate podcast email hello at the planet rygate podcast.com find out more at theplanetrygatepodcast.com. Leave a text or voice message on WhatsApp 07917-874-572. Follow us on Facebook, The Planet Rygate Podcast. Find us Subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast app. Support us at buymeacoffee.com slash theplanetrygatepodcast.
Well, you heard them at the top of the show with their warm-up, and you've heard them and seen them at various events right across the area, their concerts, and also some of their charity shows as well. You've seen them put on performances at things like Run Rygate too. And now you can hear all about them. I met up with Nina from the Unison Choir just before one of their rehearsals at the United Reformed Church at Shaw's Corner between Rygate and Red Hill. And you know what? So fortunate that Nina had time to see me because, heck, she's a busy woman. I make music with a variety of people. I do Jingle Bugs, which is a music programme for babies, toddlers in Rygate. I also work in nurseries doing that. I do music sessions in care homes. Also, the children's ward through a charity called Momentum, which is fantastic. So I go into East Surrey Hospital and uh, Epsom Hospital to do music on the wards. And also run a couple of choirs. So here we are at Unison Choir. And also I run the Missing People Choir, which is uh, part of the Missing People Charity. And it's echoey when we're recording this because we're in a church hall. We're in the United Reformed Church Hall, just opposite the hatch. We're waiting, aren't we, for people to turn up? Well, in fact, there goes one of the buses. Do you need to let them in? I guess so. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll walk over with you as you, as you let people in. It's a quarter to eight on a, on a weekday evening. They've got to find us upstairs. Yes. So what is it that you're going to be rehearsing tonight? What are you planning for? So it's an open house, really. Whoever wants to come, just join in and have some fun. Singing along, some silly warm-ups, followed by whatever they want to do. Um, and what have you got lined up? Don't worry, we're interviewing, but that's absolutely fine. Come in and <laughs> do what you would normally do. So what have you got lined up? You've got a computer and you've got a, a loudspeaker over here. Yes, so yes. what's lined up? What, what's the music? Obviously, first of all, just lots of fun warm-ups. Because if you're doing a workshop, it's just nice to just keep it kind of generic, but also not too challenging, but entertaining and just engaging and just a laugh, really. Then later on, when we're doing our rehearsal for our show, we're doing Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler, which is a bit, it's just kind of ballad, supreme ballad moment, you know, everyone's yeah, just yeah. really Yeah, power ripping. ballad, isn't oh, it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. And are these the, the, the lyrics, the, the song sheets over here? Yeah, this is yeah. Yours? yeah. So we're a sort of three-part choir, so we've got some sopranos and altos and also our we have a second alto part that also combines with our two lovely male choir members who are sort of slotting in nicely as part of uh, the female part, the lower end. Right. <laughs> and I can us. see yeah. Don't, Don't Stop Fleetwood Mac and yeah. Africa by uh, Rosanna by Toto. That's yeah, going to be good. Now, if you're thinking, oh, I I'm, I'm, can't wait to actually hear the choir sing that on this podcast, we can't because yeah. of copyright reasons. Yeah, sure. So you won't because it will be chucked off yeah. various platforms, which yeah. is a shame. PRS but, will be angry with you. Well, absolutely. So what, <laughs> what needs to happen is you need to come along to another Unison Choir event and actually see them perform in the flesh. That's sure. what needs to happen. There. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is it about music, Nina, that so gets you? Every part of your life seems to be around music. Well, I'm a singer by trade, I guess. I was always a sort of pop singer, so um, I just kind of diversified, I guess. I was doing sort of sessions and that sort of thing back in the 90s and noughties. Worked with all sorts of different people. I set up Jingle Bugs, and um, I just find it really joyous, I guess. You know, anywhere where music comes into the equation seems to lift people and make them feel better and gives them something to focus on gives them something to engage with and uh really takes over the mind i think that's is part of the whole mindfulness thing it's music is right up there because it it you know it takes a lot of brain processing to produce music yourself and um 
to even just listen to it is, is something that people just find wonderful. It's also interesting that a lot of people might say, well, I couldn't carry a song in a, in a bucket or whatever the <laughs> phrase is, but would you say that, in fact, everyone can sing to a certain extent? They just need a bit of help and encouragement. People get very timid about their own singing voice when they have had comments like that their whole lives and it it will you know weaken the muscles of being able to sing so I think anyone who feels like they can't sing just needs a little bit of just just do it you know <laughs> you need the experience of doing it in order to strengthen your voice in order to get better it's like anything if you're not going to practice it then yeah you won't and that buzzer again was more people coming yeah. in for the, for the unison choir it strikes me that actually I don't know whether it still goes on it's very busy that, that a few years ago when, when the TV talent shows were on there was a lot of laughing at people mocking people who yes. were on stage they were filmed they were broadcast to the nation yeah. and they couldn't sing that, that was I deemed know, to be amusing it, but it, actually it's quite damaging it's awful I mean, this new programme the Paddy McGuinness one I can't remember what it's called now can, I, can you see your voice or I can see your voice where their catchphrases is like, is this a good singer or is it a minger? <laughs> it's literally... But actually, sometimes when they turn the microphones on um, to the person who supposedly can't sing, sometimes you think, oh, well, they're, actually, they, they, could, they could get by with that voice. That, that yeah. voice just needs a little bit of... A bit of training, a bit of yeah, encouragement. Of yeah, course. Yeah. So, yeah, just to be called a bad singer is so bad. I hate it. But, yeah. I'm sure people with just a little bit of kind of confidence building would be fine. Which is what you're here to do tonight. Yes, and and exactly. as I turned around, we, we had our, our back to people, those people <laughs> that came in earlier on, and suddenly there's, I know, 20 or 30 chairs I in know, a circle. They're very well set trained. Up. Absolutely. They've, they've set up my chairs for me. So what kind of people come along to the Unison Choir? Who, who, who are you attracting? Uh, well, it just so happens, the initial members were just sort of friends of mine, really. So that kind of age group, you know, in our 40s, that's kind of the majority of them have young to older children busy lives which is why we rehearse every fortnight it's not a, a weekly thing just so that everyone can just sort of go yeah that's my night to come to unison and it's not an inconvenience it's like, oh here we go mm -hmm. choirs come around so quick age range is kind of 30 to 60 65 and you don't have to be trained in any way you just want to come no. and, and and belt out a few tunes and have a good time yeah and, and and learn a bit yeah exactly and i think it's a pop choir in every definition so the music that we do is all stuff that's been in the charts that people have grown up loving. You know, we do a lot of... Um, so you already know perhaps the words. Yeah. Or, or you think you know the words, yeah. but you know the beat, you know the... You're halfway there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's an advantage. I mean, sometimes there'll be songs that people will just be like, oh, I've never heard of that one. But, you know, they grow to love them in time. So. But it's been demoralising learning something from scratch and being told what to do and going over the same phrase time and time again. It's not fun, is it? <laughs> Well, well, that's I do a lot of that. Yeah, but if it's a song that you grew up with and was in the charts, then yeah, no, say, that's you know, half you're, the battle. You're a bit more confident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also, if I see them sort of slumping and eyes glazing over, we quickly move on to something else. <laughs> so, keeps it, you know entertaining and fun which is why people keep coming back I guess absolutely and they they will have seen you perform at various various events through the borough and a little bit further beyond as well yeah we've had a really lovely year this year we were doing we did run Rygate we did the stripey stalk 10-year anniversary um, and a couple of other events this year so it's been fantastic just be really 
in the community because also we were supporting Love Works, the charity, this year. We always support a local charity, so. And if people want to be on the stage rather than in the audience, uh-huh. how do they get in touch? What do they do? How do uh, they get, get involved? Well, they can find us on Facebook at forward slash unison pop choir. Instagram, we're actually Wellbeing Music UK, which is kind of my umbrella company thing for everything I do unisonquire.co.uk actually makes sense Uh, my number's on there just text me um, or just come along we rehearse every second and fourth Thursday of the month here at the United Reformed Church from 7.45 to 9.45 and uh, it's a drop-in price, eight fifty. So yeah, free, first one's free though, of course. And I can hear voices outside. I think they're wanting to come in. I better I, I let you get on. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Pleasure. Thanks, Peter. And it was great to be speaking with Nina from the Unison Choir uh, when I met her uh, back end of last year. So thanks very much indeed. They made me feel very welcome there at the United Reform Church there, uh, opposite the Hatch Pub. Now, if that kind of music and that kind of singing is not your scene, well, why? Why don't you go back and listen to episode 10 when we heard from the Rygate and Redhill Choral Society. And also, we've not just been speaking to various choirs, we've also heard from some music groups as well. For example, I can tell you about that uh, in episode 7, we spoke with the Redhill Wind Band for returning musicians. Yes, it was the Rewind Wind Band. So if you're slightly older and you think to yourself, I'd like to get back into playing a musical instrument that I used to play at school or university but I haven't had time since you know I grew up and life got in the way and kids and Saturday morning football practice and all the rest of it you can go back and listen to episode seven and learn all about the rewind wind band all courtesy of course of the planet Rygate podcast and there is our jingle on the way. Before we go, at the end of the show, our 60-second soundscape is of a light aircraft over Holmthorpe Lagoons. And Planet Rygate Stars comes from Woodhatch this week, plus Rygate Roulette on the way. Roberta the Robot asks Karen, a member of staff at Carrington School, various random questions about what she loves about living here in the best bit of Britain. This is the Planet Rygate podcast with Peter Stewart. So our news and weather together sequence, also a little bit of sport in here as well. Now, our first story, quite serious, and uh, mentioned this on social media during the course of the week and had dozens and dozens, I was going to say 100 uh, responses. It probably did have 100 or more, in fact. A teenage boy has been arrested following the deaths of 14 lambs after a car was driven into a field. Now, having at a farm in Bramley, that's over near Guildford, uh, overnight 17th, 18th of January, so just a few days ago, the 15-year-old from Redhill was arrested on suspicion of two counts of criminal damage. He's since been released on bail pending further investigations. And police say a vehicle was believed to have been driven onto the property, damaging a gate in the process, and then that vehicle was used to run over the lambs. Hundreds of assaults on staff are being reported at hospital trusts in Surrey every year and the latest figures show attacks recorded at East Surrey Hospital rose from 137 in 2018 to 223 in 2022. Can you believe this? Now nationally the Royal College of Nursing says being spat at, hit and punched is the reality of working life for many nurses in the NHS and they say it's got worse since the pandemic. East Surrey Hospital saying quote we've 
you've been monitoring these trends and acknowledge the rise over the past five years, assaults on any member of NHS staff who's simply doing their job to deliver safe care to patients are completely unacceptable. We'll always do what we can to help protect those working in our trust, including ensuring we've got the right levels of health and wellbeing support and security measures in place and supporting any police investigations to bring those responsible to justice. Our security staff who are de-escalation trained are equipped with body cameras for use when needed. We also have CCTV which is monitored 24-7 across our sites. Talking about police on Tuesday 30th of January, so Tuesday coming, policing in Reigate has a public meeting. Go along and meet Lisa Townsend, Surrey's Police and Crime Commissioner, and Rob Staplehurst, the Acting Inspector of the Safer Neighbourhoods team. Hear the latest policing updates and news in Reigate with the opportunity to ask your questions. So it's uh, on Tuesday the 30th, 6th till 7 It's not a huge amount of time, is it? At the Town Hall in Reigate, RSVP, first come, first served, uh, to Councillor Fairhurst. Now, it's a bit of an awkward email address. Why can't they just make them simple? (laughs) Here we go. Pen poised. Here we go. Councillor Fairhurst is on CLLR dot, so short for councillor, yeah? CLLR dot Fairhurst, F-A-I-R-H-U-R-S-T, at rygate-banstead.gov.uk. So uh, there may not be any more spaces left, but you can try your arm on that one. Plans to build 70 homes on that former gas holder site in Red Hill on Hooley Lane have been criticised for their design and have been rejected by councillors. You can picture it, can't you? It's around the back of where I used to live, in fact. The plans had scant regard for the area, the meeting heard. So developers hope to turn that plot on Hooley Lane, where those uh, uh, gas holders have been, into a mixture of homes and flats. They wanted to build 12 three-bedroom... Now, picture the size of this site, OK? You probably know it, you've driven past it, you've walked past it, you know the, the size of that site. 12 three-bedroom houses... 42 two-bedrooms and 16 one-bedroom apartments, we used to call them flats back in the day, didn't we, of which 21 would have been classed as affordable. Now, planning officers said the plans would have brought a meaningful contribution to the borough and they said the project would bring about economic benefits to the area with significant contributions towards local infrastructure through the community infrastructure levy. Now, that's the the charge that developers pay, which is spent on local projects. Now, ahead of the meeting, councillors actually moseyed on down and nosed around to actually do a site visit. One councillor said the street scene would be significantly changed. Quote, there's no doubt this is an improvement on the gas works, but there's been no work to put in anything cosmetic, said councillor Zelani Cooper. She said, you're going to end up with a block of very rectangular housing opposite some turn-of-the-century housing, which will change things significantly. Yes, some lovely cottages down there. On, on Hooley Lane, aren't there? Councillor Jill Bray said, I think there's been a lot of work that's been done to make them blend in, but when it came to designing the houses, I think everyone went out to lunch. I don't think they're a particularly nice design, unquote. She added they were made quickly with scant regard for the housing stock in the area, and councillors then voted against those plans. Eight to six. 
The number of fly-tipping cases reported across Surrey has decreased over a year to just over 17,200. However, Reigate and Banstead saw the highest figures in the county with 7,887 incidents of fly-tipping and that's an increase of 417 from the previous year. What do you reckon about Reigate, Red Hill and Merstham? Do you think it's, it's, it, 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 it's a bit dirty and a bit rubbish-filled? And people are strewing rubbish all over the place, fly tipping on street corners and and, and in our lovely countryside. Have you seen this happen? Rygate and Banstead saw the highest figures in the county, 7,887 incidents of fly tipping. That's an increase of 417 from the previous years. The council, so Rygate and Banstead Borough Council, issued 41 fixed penalty fines... No fly tippers were taken to court. Well, Earlswood and Whitebush's councillors say that in the past year they've had a number of complaints from residents who can't walk along Hooley Lane. Hooley Lane again, yeah, due to vehicles being parked with all four wheels off the road and less than one metre space for a pedestrian to get past. So in February last year, they say, we counted there were 37 missing bollards along the stretch. A mixture of concrete and wooden ones that have gone walkies. Hmm, wonder how they disappeared. Accident or design? Last week, a few of those bollards were reinstalled by Surrey County Council. Unfortunately, the entire stretch wasn't able to be done due to budgeting for other road marking fixings within the ward. But hopefully this will help with stopping the antisocial copycat parking that's been occurring along Hooley Lane. Maybe you park along Hooley Lane. Maybe you need to park there. Maybe you try and get past and you can't get past whether you're a pedestrian or a driver. Tricky times. From roads... To the footpath. Surrey County Council want to know how you currently use Surrey's public rights of way. So when I say footpaths, that's the footpaths for walking, mobility scooters or powered wheelchairs. Bridleways as well for walking, horse riding, cycling and restricted byways for walking, horse riding, cycling and then those mobility scootered horse-drawn carriages as well. Your feedback will be used to help shape the new rights of way improvement plan which will be produced at the end of this year. And if you want more details on that go to surreysays.co.uk to take part in that particular survey. A gas leak, yeah the gas leak, everyone's been talking about this near the pheasant pub has closed the a25 at buckland since monday night still closed at time of recording people in the area calling it now i saw this on social media carnage on the back round trumpet hill also solid traffic on the 217 to come down rygate hill as a backup someone else quoted as saying once again the a25 is closed at buckland please use your eyes and common sense not your sat nav dungates lane is a dead end exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation mark it's signposted at the top if you'd like to try you can join the several people that are now bogged down in the mud there now sgn southern gas network says to ensure everyone's safety we've needed to close the a25 rygate road to motorists in both directions between its junctions with lawrence lane and clifton's lane traffic's been diverted to follow a signed route that avoids narrow local roads and the motorway and takes drivers via the a217 picture this all right 217 over the M25 towards Lower Kingswood via the A240, then onto the A24, back over the motorway and down towards Dorking. 
That's 17 miles, ladies and gentlemen. It's expected to take roughly 40 minutes. The actual stretch of the A25 between Dorking and Reigate is around six miles long and would normally take around, what, 10, 12 minutes to drive? Um, oh boy, oh boy. The Pheasant of Buckland, Squires, Buckland Nurseries and WSC Bucklands and all lo- other local businesses can be accessed from the Dorking end of the closure and at the time of recording looks like it's going to be going on till Monday the 29th. OK, I was at a meeting of the Red Hill Business Guild on Tuesday night. They made me feel very, very welcome indeed. And when I stood up and said, I'm from the Planet Rygate podcast, people went, oh, he's from the podcast? I was him, Planet Rygate podcast. So if I met you there, lovely to see you. A couple of speakers, lots of information going on. I uh, thought I'd bring you these stats. Belfry, yeah, their Christmas light switch on. They had their busiest day in five years for that event. In Christmas week at the Belfry, it was their busiest week in five years. The Panto, yeah, the pantomime in the tent on Memorial Park, had more people going and buying tickets and going along to Beauty and the Beast than they've had in the last six years. 15,000 people. Fantastic stuff. The Grotto in the Belfry, their footfall up 5% on last year. The light, Phil from the light was there. He said, footfall is bonkers at the moment, even the second, third week of January. We've got similar numbers, he said, now as we had before Christmas. And the footfall in Red Hill, at the various shops and at the light and the restaurant and the Belfry, 30% up on a normal weekend on Destination Christmas Red Hill weekend. So that's absolutely fantastic. Congratulations to everyone. If you're a shop, if you're a business, if you're at the Belfry, if you're at the light, if you're at any of the other uh, things which were going on on that weekend, congratulations to you. I know Susie Radio was down there. There was rapping events. uh, There was music and dance. There was all sorts of things going on. It's such a vibrant place, isn't it? And having the Christmas tree up at that kind of crossroads of that pedestrian you could see that tree from every which way it's such a focal point they've got so much going on in red hill big fan used to live there as you know and a big fan of red hill so congratulations to everyone involved with their uh, christmas events some terrific numbers there long may that continue we'll do all we can to support you on the planet rygate podcast now, following on from the recent temporary closure of Redhill Library due to that crumbly concrete, a click-and-collect service is being set up, and that's going to be launching on Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday the 30th of January. It's going to be at Consort House, just around the corner on Queensway. So what's that, a couple of minutes' walk uh, from the existing library? Tuesday to Saturday, various times, closed Monday and Saturday, and incidentally, opening hours at libraries in Merstham and Reigate uh, remain extended. So what is click-and-collect? Well, you can return books, you can collect reserved books there, uh, so you can uh, order them online and then you can collect them uh, from Consort House. All items on loan from Redhill Library have been extended to Wednesday the 7th of February. Return them to Consort House from Tuesday or to any other library in the whole of the county. Rygate could welcome a new sushi and a hot food restaurant in place of Timpsons, yeah, Timpsons, on, on right next door to Morrison's, because proposals submitted to the council revealed that Kokoro want to replace signs on that building and kit it out 
to become a cafe with a kitchen. It's a Korean-Japanese restaurant. It's known for sushi and bento. Uh, they want to take over that vacant unit. It, it's right beside Morrison's Car Park. I think officially it might be called Cage Yard. It's just off the high street there. Yeah, they're going to have around about 15 seats. They're going to have some of those digital order screens like you see in Mackie D's, as well as a counter in front of a cooking area. Is it going to definitely go there? Rygate and Banstead Borough Council will make the decision in a few weeks' time. Okay, got a couple of jobs I can tell you about. Sporties are hiring a sports coach. 15 to 25 pounds, depending on experience. That's a multi-sports coach. You've got to be able to get to and teach at Holmesdale Infant School on Mondays between 3 and 4. That's uh, what they're after. Uh, more information, sportiesclub.com, S-P-O-R-T-I-E-S, sportiesclub.com or Pamela at sportiesclub.com. And another job reference for you here. If you're looking for a little job, this could be the answer. Get in contact with us now for more information and application form. What is the job, Peter? Let me tell you. Do your children go to Holmesdale and or Priory? Do you fancy getting paid to pick them up? We're recruiting for a walking bus. Competitive salary, 3 to 4 p.m. in the afternoon or 3.15 to 4. Meet at the school or St Philip's Church at Nutley Lane. Free childcare. First aid training available, no childcare experience necessary. Successful applicants must be willing to get a DBS and follow safeguarding policies. Is that up your street? Becky has more information. Info. <laughs> it's another one of those awkward emails, ladies and gents. Info.t at the tclubs.com. Now we're spelling tea as in cup of tea. Okay. Info.tea at the tea clubs dot com for more information on that sport we don't usually do sport but Stuart brought this to my attention so thanks Stuart he says this score surely deserves a mention on the planet Rygate podcast crazy game by all accounts what a thriller yeah full time Broadbridge Heath FC six Merston Football Club six 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 apiece. A 12-goal match. Sounds a tremendous match. Well done, MFC. Congratulations to you all. Now, please subscribe to the show. You can do it through your favourite podcast app and we'd love it if you gave us a listen every single week. Tell your friends, your family and your work colleagues all about the Planet Rygate podcast. From Rygate and Red Hill, Buckland, Betchworth and Brockham, Great stories from places you love and people you know. This is the Planet Rygate Podcast. Now, you may remember last week I made mention of the new carpets at the Sun Pub in Red Hill. That's just opposite Sainsbury's. And it's a Weatherspoons. And I don't know whether you know, but every Weatherspoons around the country has its own unique carpet yet it is designed to fit in with something to do with the local area where that weatherspoons is so what is the design of the carpet of the weatherspoons in red hill at the sun it depicts the motion around the sun as studied by local astronomer richard carrington yeah and the warwick 
School, you may remember back in the day, is now Carrington School, of course. It all links in. And the Dome was once an observatory for stargazing. A block of flats built nearby called the Dome. There's an observatory walk in Red Hill as well. So I thought we should learn a little bit more about the man, shouldn't we? The life and times, and also the scandal and the death, and a curious death at that involving Richard Carrington on the Planet Rygate podcast. Richard Carrington was born in 1826 in Chelsea. He was an amateur astronomer whose 1859 astronomical observations demonstrated the existence of solar flares, as well as suggesting their electrical influence on Earth, and whose 1863 records of sunspot observations revealed the differential rotation of the sun. Ironically, as the sun is a pub which links to his work, Carrington's father was the owner of a large brewing business. Richard Carrington went to Cambridge where his interest in science started and then became an observer at the University of Durham. But the equipment there was poor and he had plenty of time on his hands, so he did his own research. He observed minor planets and comets and became a member of the Royal Astronomical Society in 1851. In June 1852, he bought a site for an observatory and house in Red Hill. And once it was built, he continued his observations for several years, rewarded with the gold medal of the Royal Astronomical Society in 1859. He then started a long-term project into the cycle of magnetic and sunspot periods, and over seven and a half years, 5,290 observations were made. A severe illness in 1865 left Richard Carrington's health permanently impaired. In 1869, he married, sold the brewery and retired to Chert near Farnham, where, on the top of an isolated conical hill, 60 feet high, locally known as the Middle Devil's Jump, in a lonely and picturesque spot, he built a new observatory. But there are no records of any observations ever being made with it. He no longer attended the meetings of the Royal Astronomical Society. Then another tragedy. On the morning of the 17th of November 1875, his wife was found dead in her bed, as it seemed, through an overdose of a sedative called chloral. That death bad enough, but the coroner said she hadn't been properly cared for. Carrington left his house on the day of the inquest and returned to it after a week only to find it deserted by his servants. He was seen to enter it again on the 27th of November, but was never seen alive again. After a time, some neighbour gave the alarm. The doors were broken open and his dead body was found extended on a mattress in a remote, locked room. A poultice of tea leaves was found tied over his left ear, as if for the relief of pain, and a post-mortem examination showed death to have resulted from an effusion of blood on the brain. A verdict of sudden death from natural causes was returned. (laughs) 
So that work of Richard Carrington on the elements of the sun's rotation, discovered here in Red Hill, a still standard authority. And certain phenomena in solar storms are called Carrington events. And yet they're still not fully explained by science. Sunspot activity cycles are also named after Carrington. Carrington rotation is a system for measuring solar longitude based on his observations. Carrington won the gold medal of the Royal Astronomical Society in 1859. He was elected a fellow in 1860. He won the Lalande Prize of the French Academy of Sciences in 1864 for his work entitled Observations of Spots on the Sun from the 9th of November 1853 to the 24th of March 1861 made at Red Hill. So think... The next time you drink at the sun in Red Hill of the story of Richard Carrington and the part he and our town played in the development of astronomical science. Got some weather stats in a few moments' time with Professor Weather. Rygate Roulettes with Roberta the Robot in a few moments' time. This fits in with what we've just heard. Planet Rygate stars on the way too. And also our 60-second soundscape. A light aircraft over Holmthorpe Lagoons on the way on the Planet Rygate podcast. Oh, by the way, please remember to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. You can do that via your favourite podcast app. Professor Weather just sending through. Here we go. Here we go. The uh, the stats for this week. So uh, it's been it's been quite a, a busy uh, week or so, hasn't it? What with wind and rain. So Thursday the eighteenth. Uh, cast your mind back. Uh, last Thursday week, we recorded three consecutive days of temperatures falling below freezing. That was a cold patch, wasn't it? Uh, not a patch on the longest run of 15 days, which happened twice in 2010. So three consecutive days below freezing uh, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, 15 days in a row when it was below freezing back in 2010 in our neck of the woods. Uh, we had storm Aisha as well, didn't we? Local maximum gusts in Rygate, 42 miles an hour. In Red Hill, 58 miles an hour. And in Charlwood, 54 miles an hour. Good Lord, hopefully everything was okay where you are. Tiles still on your roof, trees still rooted to the ground, fences still up. I do hope so. And the wind in the storm meant that we recorded the windiest January day in Rygate ever last Monday. Welcome to Rygate Roulette on the Planet Rygate podcast. My name is Roberta. I am the Rygate Roulette robot. I want to find out more about what you love about living here. Spin the wheel to play and I'll ask you a question. Uh, my name is Karen Erin. What makes you smile when you come home from abroad? Uh, my grandchildren and my children, of course, because they love me and I love them. What is the catch about living here? Um, I think it's a lack of facilities for the young people in the evenings for them to do, go to clubs and that sort of thing. 
I think we should bring back the old youth club to keep them, keep them off the streets, basically. Where's the area's best weekend walk or run? Um, the best walk for me would be to go across the fields to the Eel on the Pond in Merston. What are your childhood memories of growing up here? Uh, well, we used to have had just fields to play in. Um, we used to play Knockdown Ginger. Um, we used to have more of a local park, actually. We used to go and meet up in the evenings and play in the park, that sort of thing. Well, mainly in Merstham, there was a main park between the houses. Unfortunately, that's now no longer a park, but it is still grass area. So that would be my local park to play in. What is the best local place for brunch? Um, I would say the Home Cottage in Red Hill. They do a lovely uh, lunch menu and dinner, of course, in the evenings as well. Thanks for playing the Rygate Roulette game. I loved your answers. I will be back next week, but before I go, here is one of my favorite robot jokes. Does our 2D2 have any brothers? No, only transistors. Ha 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 ha. You've been a great audience. I'm Roberta the Rygate Roulette Robot. Goodbye. Planet Rygate Stars. Thanking local heroes who are out of this world. Yeah, and this week's star is from Jodie, who says, Thanks to the lady shopping in co-op on Woodhatch Road. My little girl with autism had a bit of a meltdown in the shop over... A carton of cherry juice. And this lovely lady stopped me after I'd paid for our shopping and had kindly bought her a cherry-flavoured lollipop. My little girl was over the moon. Thank you so much for that kind gesture. Hidden Treasure on the Planet Rygate podcast. This week's Hidden Treasure item is a Tommy Hilfiger shirt. So it's an 80s two-ply fabric Real quality item, blue check on a pale blue background. So it has button-down collars and that has two buttons at the neck. Now those buttons have red contrast stitching, so very typical and helps to assure people of the authenticity of this item. So it's a long-sleeved shirt, um, has double button cuffs with the same red contrast stitching and the actual um, fabric goes at a um, 45 degree angle whereas the shirts checkered are placed into sort of stripes that alternate with a white stripe but again that pale blue background they go from top to the bottom now it's smart enough as i say to wear under a jacket unbuttoned for smart casual wear it's dotted on the back between the shoulders so that really does aid the fit of the item and it has gussets on the contrast light blue material at the base of both side seams. It's not something I've really noticed before. Obviously, you need to do more ironing. Um, those actually add some strength to what is a high stress area of the shirt. We've seen these shirts on resale sites, new with tags for £100, but we're asking for £25 for this item. It may have had light wear, but it's in really good nick. So seek out this week's hidden treasure item, add this Tommy Hilfiger shirt to your wardrobe, and support children with brain injury to live their best lives. 
it still have time to enter our dress to impress for less competition which involves purchasing three items when you bring them to the counter to style up an outfit it includes fashion and accessories you mention the magic words of dress to impress for less and you qualify for a 10% discount you then rush home style up your outfit take a selfie and post it on instagram and tag in at children's underscore trust to enter the competition you're in for an opportunity to win top prize of a hundred pounds worth of vouchers to redeem in our charity shops across kent sussex and surrey second prize is 50 pounds worth and third prize is still a valuable 25 pounds worth so you can carry on seeking out your hidden treasure so you've got to be in it to win it and why not tag in at laura hamilton tv or at laura hamilton official on instagram who actually uh, dedicated lots of time to record a video to promote our competition thank you all for everything you do to support children with brain injury this is the planet reigate podcast Okay, and here endeth another edition of the Planet Rygate podcast, episode 20. Thank you so much indeed for the loan of your ears. Why don't you go back and listen to some previous editions of the podcast that you may have missed. For example, in episode 17 and 18, we heard from a whole clutch of independent traders at the Rygate sustainability market. And also, let's look back, episode 9, we heard from the Rygate Photographic Society and also Rygate Priory Football Club as well. All of those archive editions of the Planet Rygate podcast are still available. Next week on the programme, we have got some young ladies from the Red Hill Girls Football Club. I get the ball past me because if I was with boys, they never ever pass me. So I have a chance to play football outside of school instead of always in, and so I get a chance to play another different sport. I like to play football and take it further. Well, I want to become a professional footballer one day and I just really hope that I get in top level, so yeah. When I was younger, I wasn't really into football, but then when my dad started taking me to the Lionesses matches, I just got used to it and I started playing. And the Lionesses (laughs) really inspired me. After the women's Lionesses came like second in the World Cup, I more do it of a hobby though. I do like tennis. They're amazing players and they're professional and that's what I want to do when I'm older, so. Most likely like forward, so like left wing. And what do the boys in your life make of it? Brothers or friends or other people at school, what do they make of you playing football? They think I'm good, but like sometimes they laugh about it, which isn't the best, but you know. They play football, I play football, so it doesn't really matter. So, as well as those young ladies, also hear from their female coach and also the man behind it all as well. That's next week on the Planet Rygate podcast. But before we go, at the end of the show, what happens now? Come on, you know. The 60-second soundscape. Local natural sounds uninterrupted. And this week, the sounds of a light aircraft over Holmthorpe Lagoons.